are watching the vodka stream. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. What is happening, everybody? It is Friday. We've made it. Oh, thank God. Tell you what, it was kind of a week this week. I tell you what, uh, what you guys kind of know, I've kind of debriefed you on the uh, the struggles of this week, but we made it to Friday. That's what it's all about. So hopefully you guys are doing good. Let's see who's all here. Make sure I got my windows open. Boop. All right, there we go. That's all working. Oh, crap. There's that. Not that. Oop. Always hit the wrong button. Of course. Go back. No, that's not what I wanted. Oh, well. All right. Let me try that again. Anyways, who's out there? How's everybody doing? How's everybody's Friday? What's going on, Jason? Uh, hopefully, you guys. Hopefully, a lot of you guys seen Army of Dead. Hopefully, you guys checked out my review of it tonight. Posted it, like, eh, probably about an hour ago, I would say. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully, you guys check it out in the movie theater. It's nice to go back to the movie theater. How's it going? Friday. Happy Friday, Loxie. How you doing? Eric Z's here. We got Mr. McKenzie. Things are good. Things are good. Like I said, you know, I might have done a little pre-gaming, so I'm already feeling, you know, already started. What's going on, Bradley? How you doing, Jade? Welcome. Welcome, of course, Ryan, Bradley. Yes, damn straight. All right, nobody told like <laughs> I know, right? There is... <laughs> Uh, I forget what his character is. Uh, what's the character? Uh, Cummings, something like that. Cummers, <laughs> something. I forgot his name, but I know definitely, definitely, uh, definitely represent Garza a little bit. I must say, I must say, you saw it today. Good, worth the hour drive. I know some people, some people are having to um, drive pretty far just to go see it, and I'm like, damn, I'm so glad my theater over here. Um, like right around the corner. I'm so glad that it was uh, able to have it so I didn't have to drive too far. So happy Friday, Andrew. How you doing? And of course, we got Carrie here as well. Happy Friday. You see it's Sunday. Okay. When you're back in Colorado. All right. So you're out of town right now. Huh? Well, that's cool, man. So you drove 30 minutes. Nice. Yeah, Theo Ross. Yeah, he was in uh, Luke Cage. I'm just trying to remember what his character's name was. I probably should have pulled that up. But yeah. But yeah. I forgot exactly what his name was, but yeah, I mean, he, uh, his character, you know, <laughs> he plays it well, he does play it well. So that's good. So hopefully you guys, uh, yeah, checking that out either today or over the weekend. Um, of course you guys saw my review. I enjoyed the absolute shit out of it because I mean, it's bonkers, but in such a good way, just such a talk about just reinventing the wheel. I mean, that's what Zack Snyder is uh, good for, right? Just, just reinventing that zombie uh you know that zombie uh genre that's for sure what's going on chuck uh who <laughs> alicia burr is such a karen what uh you saw it last night good that's when i saw it too mr krypton cage is here bert bert come bert bart bert or bart was it bart cummings bart something something like that you're right it's something like that pretty sure yeah just trying to remember yeah he's not the uh you know he's not the nicest of characters but it's fine uh, I like, you know, you kind of like to see where his character goes in the movie and stuff. I mean, the, you, you just don't know what is going to happen with, uh, any of the characters in the movie, which is, uh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about when he said, <laughs> when he said, that's a whole other subject. That's something we can handle when it, when, uh, when the panel is, uh, when it, when it's on, that's where you're talking about. That's, it's, uh, somebody that was tweeting about Snyder, Eric. That's what, that's what it was. You know, because there's just people out there that go like, I just, I don't know, they have it in for that guy. And everybody, but yet everybody who works with him goes, hey, he's such a nice dude. Let's see, see an Arm of the Dead Sunday. Only two theaters near me in Corona Riverside is Harupa Valley. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Moreno Valley Harkins. I mean, that's where, that's where I saw it. Moreno Valley Harkins. So there you go. And it was kind of cool too, because somebody actually uh, who knows I do this stuff came up to me afterwards. Hey, you, Dave? And I was like, whoa, what? Kind of th throws me off when people actually recognize me in public. It's still, I don't know if that's ever going to, that's never going to be, uh, I'm never going to get used to that. So I was like, what, huh? What's going on? Um, so that was pretty cool. The bride. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
I mean, yeah, she was in the first, uh, and then you could watch those first 15 minutes. Um, they're online right now, which is cool. And we're going to talk about that, of course, with Chelsea. Um, talk about, of course, you know, what she's doing when it comes to projects as well, other stuff she's doing. But, yeah, we'll talk some Army of the Dead and working with Snyder and stuff like that and talk a little bit about her character. So should be should be a lot of fun. So, all right, without further ado, let's go ahead and get my guest in here. Speaking of... Let me go ahead and get the tweet out there, and boop, there we go, tweeted it out. All right, without further ado, uh, Chelsea, how's it going? Hey, guys. How's it Very going? good. How are you? Good. Doing pretty good. Thank you for uh, joining the vodka stream. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. Yes, is that, and uh, apparently that's what's in your uh, mug right there, some vodka? Yes, yes, yes. that's what I'm talking about. This is vodka, this is not coffee. <laughs> yeah, not coffee, guys. It's vodka. So I'm going to go ahead and pour the remaining little bit of vodka that I have in my little glass, and we'll have ourselves a little toast, because obviously it's a good week. Good week. Army of the Dead just came out, which we'll be talking about a little bit. So uh, cheers. Thank you for uh, joining uh, the stream. You are so welcome. Yes. Ah, so how's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. Yeah. It's been busy, but... Really good and exciting. Obviously, really exciting. You know, looking forward to everything happening with the movie and finally getting to see it. So yeah, how many uh, how many times have you watched it? Okay, so <laughs> I haven't actually seen it all. Yet. Oh, we're gonna kick her out now. Sorry. So <laughs> I'm gonna go Sunday, but okay. I had no idea. I had no idea the 15 minute clip was gonna launch. Gotcha. So that was a surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, Especially I mean, since, you know, you're in it. <laughs> yeah. I, and I figured I, I knew where my placement was in the movie. So yeah. when they were like the first 15 minutes is out, which I saw on another actor's page named Raul Castillo. Hmm. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. And on Raul's page, it was like 15 minutes in the story. And I was like, oh, my God. Now this is the test. Did I make the Snyder cut? Because you never know. <laughs> you never know with movies of, of this scale. Yeah. You know, you could, they could, they have so much money. They have all the money in the world. They can do anything they want. So you're really lucky if, if you don't have a, a huge part that you make final cut. I mean, cause they could be like, you know what? We didn't really like her that much. We could, we, let's just reshoot it. Or they yeah, could have, you but, know, we don't want to start out the movie that way. We changed our <laughs> mind. Like anything can happen with movies of this budget. So I was like, when I finally saw it, I was like, yes. I made it. I made I, it. I made it. That's the reality of being an actor. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, you hear that all the time where somebody, you know, you have a, you know, a small role, but it's in there and you're like, okay. And you're waiting for it, waiting for it. And all of a sudden it goes to that next scene. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Something's uh crap. That didn't work out. But I mean, when it comes to your character though, pretty pivotal to the story. <laughs> Yeah, he actually promised, Zach promised me on set I wouldn't get cut out because See? I've, been, I've been cut out from big movies before, so I was really paranoid. Okay. But he promised me, he's like, he's like, Chelsea, you're you're not going to get cut. You kind of start the whole thing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, what other, uh, is there any other movies like that you can name that maybe that you were in that were kind of, that you didn't show up in, in the final cut? Is any yes, I, yeah. I was in a movie called Gangster Squad. Um, okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, with Ryan Gosling and Emma yes. Stone, and I had a quick, very small scene with Emma Stone, and I, I had a feeling because it was just so small. I was really young. I was just like, I just don't, you know, and it wasn't plot centered. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make the cut or not, and I didn't. Um, but I did get to work with her, and she is so so sweet, such a. She nice seems person. like it. Oh she my seems god. Like it. Yeah. She's so sweet, and I got to meet Sean Penn, so that was cool. Oh, wow. and, yeah, that was kind of like my first big set, so it was still good for me, you know, to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's when it comes to um, you know, and you have like small roles, and yeah, they might get cut, but at the same time, you're still you're building up that muscle. You're you're finding out what it's like to be on like these big, huge, elaborate sets, maybe with these big, huge like actors and everything. So even though you might have got cut, and you can't, we like, hey, I was it, oh, but. Same time, you got the experience under your belt, so that's got to be a good, at least, you know. It is. I think yeah. every job prepares you for the next job, so it's all kind of part of a plan, you know. It's all getting you to somewhere that you're supposed to be, and when you get there, you're supposed to be good, or you get yeah. fired. So <laughs> every 
every job kind of prepares you for that next job. So you never get fired. Exactly. That, uh, that is very true. And, uh, so, um, where, where are you currently located right now? I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. I'm, um, I live, I'm a Valley girl. I live in the Valley. So nice. I'm at my house, like most of us still doing all these zoom things. And yes, I know it is kind of, I mean, what, what is interesting though about all this, I mean, even though now that the pandemic is starting to ease up, people are getting vaxxed. It seems like now they're starting to lighten up on a lot of things. I don't think this whole way of communicating is going to fully go away. Yeah. There's probably still going to be those press junkets of one-on-ones and stuff like that. But I think like the way that we've been doing stuff for the past year and a half, I think this is always going to, because there's just a, there is a comfort about it. I mean, you know, you're at your, you're at your house, you're having a yeah. drink, you know, you're not out somewhere where you got to like, where, how am I getting home or whatever the heck. Or in being, traffic or, yeah. Well, yeah, especially with LA. Woof. Yeah. Man. Where I mean, where are you? Located? Oh, I'm in i uh, I'm in Riverside County. So okay. I'm about an hour and like 12 minutes outside of LA. And it's, it's funny too, because I really wanted to go to uh, the screening where Snyder was going to be, or the Snyders, I should say, where they were going to be for like the Q and a, but I'm going <laughs> on uh, Thursday, Friday night traffic, nah, Friday evening traffic to try to get in LA. It's not going to happen. I'll just go around the corner to my little theater right here and watch it. And uh, hopefully uh, catch any kind of videos that uh, that people posted from the Q and A or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one thing that's fun about LA. So, wh- how long have you um, how long have you been doing the uh, the acting gig? Um, professionally, for I don't want to like try not to age myself for <laughs> it's a long okay. time. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's all right. For about, a, for about a decade. Okay. I mean, that's a, hey, don't worry. That's how long I've had this YouTube channel. And, you know, it's just, it just, like I said, sometimes you just got to put in that, you know, got to put in the work. And it says, uh, you grew up in, uh, or you were born in Missouri. You're coming yeah. from Missouri. Yeah. Nice. I was just there. I go there all the time. Okay. Family still there and everything. Yeah. Everybody, all my family and a lot of my friends are still there. So I go home a lot. It's nice to go back and forth. I'm from a really small town, so I kind of yeah. have to get out of LA sometimes. <laughs> No, I feel you. I mean, I mean, I've, I've lived in California most of my life, but I've never been like, you know, I've been always been an hour and a half or two hours outside of LA. I've always been in like little small areas. I mean, there I'm at now, it's a little larger than what I'm used to. So I totally understand like going back home. So when did, uh, so when did the acting bug bite you? I always wanted to do it. It's kind mm-hmm. of boring. I mean, it's, I, I wish I had some cool story that was like, I went to prison and that's when I learned that, you know, like I had, like, I wish I had a better story or like, like, I, isn't that Danny Trejo? Like he, like, like, yeah. and then he was a consultant on a movie and because of his experience through, through that. And then he like realized he's super insanely talented and became an actor. Like, I wish I had some cool story like that, but I was totally that little girl that was like watching old movies and wanted to be an actress. You know, right. I always wanted to do it. <laughs> I know we always, we always wish that we could have that like awesome origin story of how like yeah. stuff came to be, you know? Yeah. But, or I wish I was like French and I was like, I was walking down you know, <laughs> the streets and this man, what is that in the superstar? In the superstar, which yeah. like, do you want to be a supermodel? <laughs> like, right. Like those discovered stories. I'm like, no, I've actually been trying really hard for a long time. Like, yeah, I know. And especially when you hear that, I, I think I was even listening to a podcast where they talked about how, you know, certain actors and actresses just, yeah, they just right place at the right time. And all of a sudden somebody was there. I think it was like Jennifer Lawrence they were talking about. It. She was really young and some talent guy was just there, discovered it was like, hey, wait a minute, you want to, hmm, wait, you. And there you go. And then all of a sudden she's like an Academy Award winning actress. And it's just like, it's, it's crazy when you hear like those little stories where it's just right place at the right time. But, but then I also like the stories too, where it's like, yeah, you just put in the work and then all of a sudden it's like, there you are. And now all of a sudden, you know, you're in a, you're in a zombie movie directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> it's pretty surreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course you're doing like uh, other projects. You were uh, also in the, uh, the Roswell. What is the, the Roswell in New Mexico? Was that the, the revival of that, that um, yeah. series from the CW, whatever the heck, right? Yeah. So there was the show in the nineties and then, yeah. you know, they, they brought it back and, and um, yeah, it's a great show. There's a lot of good actors on that show. And um, I had a lot of fun working on it. 
I'm sure. Yeah. I remember I never really got that into it, but I always wanted to because I always dug the like the alien. I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for alien stories and stuff like that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm like anything that has to do with that. I think my mom was actually who's actually in the live chat right now. Hi mom. Uh, I think she was actually a Hi, fan mom. of yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think she was actually a fan of the original show. I'm not sure if she watched the new one. Um and then you were like in other TV series like Midnight Texas. Uh, it says like your name was lyric in there. Do you actually sing too, or no? We just no? had. Okay. I uh, there's another actress named Claire Andrew, and our characters were like these girls that ran this like super cool hippie like crystal store in the desert. So we just had these awesome new agey names, and then oh, okay. all our clothes were amazing and free people, and yeah, we yeah. were just like total like stoner hippie girls. Nice. I like that. I, I just saw the name and I was like, is that represented like you sing to or something? And no, I do sing, but I didn't sing on that show. I've actually, okay. I've sing, but I haven't sang in a, in a movie or a TV show yet. That's something I really want to do. Do you do like, uh, have you recorded anything or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I tried to be a pop star and it's actually really embarrassing and it's still, <laughs> it's still on there. I don't know how to get it down. To be really? Honest. Yeah, but I'm, it's, it's nerdy, but I'm actually really proud of it because like I wrote the song. And I mm -hmm. produced the music video and kind of creative directed it. And I was like 21. Uh -huh. So I'm just like oddly production value wise, really proud of it. Cause I know how much it costs and it doesn't look that bad. Like <laughs> that's good. I'm not What's saying the song's the best thing ever, but I'm like, the video looks pretty good. Like maybe I should be producing music videos. Yeah. There, hey, that could be a, another calling. What, what was the song called? Get me to the dance floor. Hell yeah. Ooh. There it is guys. Somebody pop that up. Pull that up right now. And we'll start jamming. That's awesome, man. I like that. I'm sure some people right now are going, I'm going to look that up. Boop, 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 boop. Wow, look at that. Quality is great. So uh, so anyway, so now obviously getting to uh, Army of the Dead, um, how did you come about uh, the role of, well, it's funny because you're the bride, you're considered the bride, but of course it says in parentheses, Misty Hillman. Um, so how did, uh, how did uh, getting that role come to be? Um, It was just kind of like, any role you know you get the your agents into the audition yeah. and it was a self-tape even though this was pre-pandemic so there were still some in-person auditions but yeah. things have been going towards self-taping even before covid for a while so my first round was a tape and then i got a call back that I, it was like, they couldn't really tell me if it was a producer session or not, but I was really mm -hmm. hoping it was because I was hoping Zach would be there yeah. and, and, or producers. And like, I just really thrive under pressure. So I was like, I hope the room's packed. And like, <laughs> I was just ready. Um, yeah. So I went to the callback and he was there and um, the callback was really, really fun. And it sounds bad to say, but I just kind of knew I was going to get it. Like nice. I was in it. I was like listening to Prince in the waiting room and just like jamming out. And <laughs> I wasn't nervous. I usually get really nervous. And I don't know why I was just like, Misty is mine. Like I got this bitch. Like this I bitch. am this bitch. I got this. Yeah. And I just, I wasn't really confident for some reason. I'm not always like that. But I was I'm like, I'm not, but I don't know what it was about this part, but I was like, it's mine. Yeah. And like, Mine. Yeah, I was just no. I was like, I'm just gonna go in there and have fun and just improv and have a good time with it. And so that's what I did and I ended up getting it. Yeah. How was uh, how was your first meet with Zach? Well, that was the first time I met him and it was yeah. so fun because um he he read with me the first time and I think he read with me both times. I did it a awesome. few times the room and I improv a lot when I do comedy and so I was just kind of adding things and he was just like rolling with it and it was just like just totally rolling with it and then he was like laughing after you know when we when we did it we did it two or three times and he was just laughing and he was like all right you're great get out of here you know nice. and um and I just remember leaving being like I think I got it <laughs> no that's good to feel that confidence I mean to walk away from something like that and be like I got this shit walking yeah. out Walking it couldn't have gone any better. And then it was just like purple rain, just blasting. Yeah, all the way that's out. what I was saying. I was like, you're walking out, Prince music on, purple rain. Yeah. Yeah. And funnily it. enough, Steve Corona, the actor that I did that scene with, we saw each other in the waiting room and it was like, we just knew we were meant to be together. 
<laughs> nice. Like uh, we were sitting across me had on like a chain and like, I mean, he was like ready, you know, he looked super like the role. Yeah. And I definitely dressed for the role for too. Role. <laughs> we were just kind of like, I see yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you on, I'll see you on set. That's right. Yeah, we're, this funny. is going to happen. That's, when that's awesome. on set, he's like, you're that girl that was just like rocking out. And I talked to you <laughs> for a minute and then we both, and then we're like, yeah, we knew we would end up together. That's awesome, man. I love that. And so you get the uh, call back and then you get on set. And so like your scene obviously uh, takes mainly place in a car, but at first you guys are taking a little selfie going into Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, was that a night shoot or an early morning shoot? So we shot all the car stuff first and the selfie yeah. stuff was added on later. All that oh, okay. stuff, that was like the last day. And I don't even remember if that was in the like original sites. I mean, I never even got to read full script. So because this, these kind of movies are just hush, hush. Yeah. yeah. So, but I don't think the pages I did get, I don't think that was in it. I think we added that later or Zach added that later. Um, but so we were mainly in the car and I actually worked on the movie for about two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he shot it all during golden hour because he really wanted that light. And yeah. obviously that's such a narrow window of time. So I would basically get to set, get through hair and makeup. We'd shoot, it was fast, it was a lot of pressure. It was like, we have to get the shot, you know, we have to, and it was fine, but it was just like, that's there's a very narrow window. And we would just try to do the scene with as much coverage as possible um over and over shot from all different ways and then i shot a lot of b-roll um and yeah we just we just did it every day for like two weeks so it was, it was fun for me i mean i yeah. got you know i got to spend more time with everyone and be on set more um but and it was kind of like doing a play almost you know you have to just do it over and over and try to make sure it doesn't get stale and it doesn't get boring and just keep the energy up so steve and i that was a big Thing for us you know we'd kind of powwow before we're like we're not letting Zack Snyder down like we have to exactly. rock this every day <laughs> no it makes sense and then it's funny too because my buddy Steven right here he said like Deb talked about that on set and she was kind of mad at him about that because it's always I that's what I love about their dynamic you know Debbie and Zach is like Zach is so creative and he's all I mean every, I mean I can only imagine what's happening inside that that man's brain you know I've talked to him numerous times and just just to try to get a sense of like creatively how he's just totally knows what he wants what kind of lighting what kind of shot and he's the DP of this movie too so he's operating the camera as well and of course like you said he wanted that golden you know that golden light he wanted that shot so that's why it was continuous i mean you obviously in the scene probably could have shot that in a couple of couple of few nights but he wanted that perfect lighting and that's one of the things that i love about zach is he knows what he wants and he wants like a certain kind of uh you know color palette or whatever when it comes to his movies so i understand that but then i understand debbie who's like come on we gotta like move on because she is the producer you know so she yeah. has to keep him like going let's we gotta go we gotta go He's an amazing multitasker too, because obviously yeah. he's he's deeping, he's camera operating, like he's in the car with a camera. Yeah. And they shot a lot of it multicam. So there was usually like two cameras going. And you know, then like Deb would jump in the car sometimes and then they would have like a brief powwow about producer things like happening maybe another day. And he'd have to be making decisions with her. Yeah. And then she'd leave and then we're back to this. I mean, he's like, it's all going, it's firing all cylinders all the time. Oh, I know, man. If I had even like one sixteenth of that guy's energy, I'd get so much more done, I think, in my life. I always say that. I've even said that to him, I think. But uh, so, so essentially, okay, so you got the characters, you're newlyweds. And uh, well, I mean, a certain thing happens inside the car that kind of leads to, you know, what happens throughout the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, relatable. I don't know how much you want to talk it's, about. It's a really relatable character, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know the last time I had an encounter, you know, started yeah. a whole apocalypse. I think it was at the end of 2019. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, you, you know, it's something that's why that's why you got hired because, you know, something happened before, you know, you had it on your resume. No, exactly. but uh, it's just funny because, um, you know, when you think about it, I was like trying to think like what I what I what I heard of when uh, my uh, my my guy Eric was like contacting uh, with your people and stuff. I was like, okay, I was like, man, 
well, can we, how much can we talk about? Well, wait a minute. Like we said, the first 15 minutes are out there. So, I mean, obviously, spoiler alert, guys, if you guys haven't watched the first 15 minutes or you haven't, um, I mean, she's pretty pivotal to what happens pretty much throughout this because, you know, a certain deed that she was going to give her newly uh, husband kind of starts a chain reaction <laughs> a little yeah. bit. So. <laughs> yes, that's a very classy way to put it. I know. It. I mean, I don't know. I was that's just, great. you know, I was, I, so I was great. My, my first question was going to be like, so your character gave Roadhead and now the apocalypse has happened. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> and she did have to drink more vodka. Right. <laughs> See? See, I mean, that's what I was going to go for, but I went classy. That's what I was I'm just glad. trying to say. Yeah. Classy is good. Class is yeah. Class is better. So. No, but um, yeah, so I mean, that's what's so that's what I thought was like cool about like, wow, you know, you realize like this little thing, like, you know, this little event starts a chain reaction that just sets off the whole thing. I mean, and then it just gets to complete madness. Like I said, you're in for a treat since uh, when you see it on Sunday. Yeah, a little lap nap started, starts the whole shebang. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many how many zombie apocalypse movies can say they start like that? Not, exactly. yeah. I mean, well, like you said, you know, he's reinventing the wheel. Exactly. I mean, that's Zack Snyder, man. That's Zack Snyder right there. So, like I said, you know, I love how funny, I love how when I auditioned for this too, I wasn't really yeah. sure if it was a comedy, but that's how it read to me, you know? So I was yeah. like, I hope I'm doing this right because I think it's funny. No, they it didn't is. Tell, they didn't tell me and I didn't know the tone. And he's done other things that are obviously, you know, very gritty and dramatic. So it's like hard when if you just know the director, it's like hard. And the few pages I got, it's hard to know whether it's supposed to be funny or not. But I was yeah. like, I think it's funny. So no, it it is. It's like it, it's a pretty comical scene because I mean, obviously, it's fitting for Vegas. Obviously, I mean, they're headed to Vegas, and you know, so like, there's a lot of a lot of good comedic moments that happen throughout the movie, even like with the gore and stuff. And I think I think Zach like really. Uh, he knows how to balance that out pretty well. So I think you were right in thinking that there is, you know, it is pretty much comedy, but even though there's serious elements too, and of course there's some high crazy octane action, but yeah, I think uh, he has a good way of balancing out the comedy and the action and some drama too. So you were right on the money, I think when it, especially when it comes to like your seat and stuff, cause then it gets serious, you know, all of a sudden yeah. it just like, wait a minute, boom, that happens. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute, the cargo that they, that these soldiers were holding. Yeah. That's uh that's a guy who, uh, well, he's going to start eating your face if you don't, uh, if you don't contain him. And that's pretty much what happens. So and those guys were so funny. Those guys oh, are sure. so funny. I love, I love their dialogue and their banner and the way that they play it like so dry with each other. I yeah. love, I love their scenes. Yeah. And it's funny too, because it kind of sets it up too. because I know Zach is trying to set up um, like a universe. He's trying to build a universe. And a lot of us have been, you know, cause we're all fans of him. We're trying to like going, okay, listening to him and, and even Debbie trying to talk about like, you know, wh what is the origin of the, of the zombies? Is it alien origin? Because they do reference area 51. And then there's all, I mean, that banter is great because it really sets up, like what we're going to expect throughout this universe, I feel. So yeah, it really worked out, I think. And um, so um, when it comes to now you got this done, what are you currently working on right now? I'm currently working on a sci-fi feature film called The Bunker. Yes, um, that is intriguing me because I think I remember you responding. I think I saw you respond to somebody, you put an alien face or something. I forgot exactly where I saw it. And I went, hmm, aliens? Let's talk about this here, Chelsea. Uh, you got my attention. Go. Yeah, it's an alien movie. Um, mm. There's a bunker. Okay. <laughs> like, Fitting title then. Um, it's a, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. Um, it's, it's independent, but it's okay. got some really cool people in it. Um, I, there might be a press release this week, so I'm just not sure if I'm going to get in trouble. Um, but it's, yeah, there's, it's no, there's no synopsis. There's no plot on IMDB or anything. Yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be really cool. It's, it's, it's a movie that it's a little movie that a, a few filmmakers I've worked with before wanted to try to make during the pandemic. And like many independent filmmaking things, it started out really small and, you know, we can do this kind of single location. It might not be that hard. And it, it's become a much bigger thing than when we started. 
Um, but I'm really grateful for it. It's kept me sane during the last the last year for yeah. sure. And um, I've seen some footage and it's looking really, really good. And there are aliens, there is saving the world or maybe not saving the world. Um, there it's, it's, uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm like so afraid to get in trouble. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I know it's like, so yeah, it's that aliens. Yeah. You know, I know. You I totally like aliens, get it. You should watch it. There it is. That's all you need. That's all you need from me right there. I'm in, I'm in, I'm watching the bunker. If all, all, all you had to say was aliens and possibly they, they, saving they, the world. That's, that's totally my bag right there. So you've sold it to me. And I think some other people too. Don't worry. I know. I mean, I get it. Cause it's like, cause I even think like, uh, even when it came to army of the dead, you're like, how much can I talk about now? But then it was like, Oh wait, the first 15 minutes we're good. Yeah. Um, but when it came to like the entire plot, obviously we're not going to talk about that because you know, that's, it's still not premiered on Netflix yet, but so you have that. And so, yeah, I, I think I'm going to be sniffing that out and definitely, uh, checking that out. And then also it says that you're in the American gigolo, uh, TV series. Um, yes, I did. I book the pilot and oh, we're nice. still waiting to hear if it gets picked up and it's really, oh, it hasn't got picked up yet. Huh? Cause this is based off the, uh, the, the Richard gear, um, movie that came out a while like decades ago right yeah john bernthal yeah. That's right yeah yeah john bernthal amazing amazing nice. guy. Oh, yeah. oh god he's, so great yeah he's great he's really really nice yeah he and, and it's funny too because he's one of those guys where it's like man i don't want to get on his bad side because i've seen him angry in his roles and holy shit yeah but, he seems like he's probably like, you know, like a lot of these guys, your Jason Momoa's, your even your Dave uh, Batista's. I mean, these guys are just like these big, huge brick shithouse of guys. And then like they have these they can have that mean look and that voice. But then all of a sudden it's like they smile and oh, he's just big teddy bear. Just big yeah. teddy bear. That's all. I met Dave on set and he's enormous yes like all muscles and and everything and muscles on top of muscles geez. i didn't want to be not cool and be like hi like Rachel. so i was like i'm not gonna talk to him as he talks to me because i feel like i don't want to be that person that's bothering famous people I and so that. i was like i'm not gonna talk to him as he talks to me and he came over and he introduced himself and because and i don't know it was just really cool i was totally geeking out i was like hi nice to meet you and he's just really nice he's a sweetheart too i maybe the people that play like scary like badass killers are all really nice. Like maybe that's the thing. It's yeah, there is something about that. Cause you always hear about, you know, people. Yeah. Like I said, they're in those kinds of roles and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, but he couldn't be like the most nicest human being that you've ever met. And, you know, I've heard that about Batista and even like, uh, you know, a few weeks back, uh, you know, a lot of us, we had a thing called justice con that Zach was a part of. Uh, it was two days. It was Saturday and Sunday where, the first day was all about his Justice League movie that just came out. And the second day was Army of the Dead. And uh, one of the panels, Dave Bautista, was part of the panel. And, uh, man, I mean, I, I've listened to interviews with him, but it's, like, been press junkets. But this was, like, a full-on, you know, he's in his kitchen. And it was just, like, him just talking. And he talked about how he's had social anxiety and he's always worried about this, this, and this. And it's just, like... You're like, man, but look at you, dude. You're like this big, huge, like presence in men. I mean, you have all these, in, you know, you have some insecurities stuff like that. It's just, and he just was such so genuine and just such a down to earth guy. And it was good. It was awesome to see. And I think a lot of people enjoyed that interview. He seemed really down to earth in person. I have to watch that interview. And he just seemed really interesting. Dave Batista has a mystique. Like I was just like, he's there's yeah. something very interesting. Like I can, it's a, so you meet people like that and you're like, I get it. That's why you're a star, you know? Yeah. David yeah I mean, like that. John Bernthal's like that. You're like, I get it. I get yeah. the star thing. I'm, I'm picking up on, on that it factor that they say. I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, I'll be like, yeah. I mean, especially with his, how he came to be. I mean, obviously we've had wrestling stars convert to acting and become these superstars, you know, and it's, it's, it's no different with uh, Batista, but I, what I love about Batista is the fact that, yeah, I mean, you got Dwayne Johnson, of course, who's like the biggest movie star in the world. And we love him. He's so goddamn likable and everything. But, you know, it's like it's Dwayne Johnson. We, you kind of know what you're going to get. You're going to get when it comes to that movie. Same with like John Cena, maybe, too. Uh, even though John Cena impressed me with his com comedic chops in that. What was that? Uh, that movie where he was like a dad. Mark Wahlberg. It, uh, there was that movie. No, there was like another movie where he was a dad and it was called like. I don't know, oh, cock blockers, cock blockers yes. or something like that. Yeah. Really funny in that. Yeah. yeah. 
So he gets kind of surprised. I mean, even with Dwayne Johnson, with like some of the like uh, 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 whatever that that role that he had with Kevin Hart, uh, something um, intelligence. I forgot it totally what it was called. But you see like the different sides of them. But when it comes to Dave Bautista, when he did his role in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, yeah, it was a small role in the beginning. But I thought I was like, wow, this is something completely different. And I love the fact that he's constantly trying to challenge himself with kind of roles like that, as opposed to just being like, I want to be like uh, the next Dwayne Johnson and be like this big, huge presence movie star. Now he's actually wanting to do, you know, serious roles, central intelligence. Thank you, Eric. The first thing I saw him in was guardians. And hmm. I was like laughing so hard in the theater. And he was my favorite part of the movie. I think he's so funny. Yeah. Like, he's so, so funny. Yes. I mean, yeah, when it comes to Drax, I mean, my God, I mean, the, the laugh, that big laugh that he has. And then and then he's also menacing, too, and it's kind of funny. But then I think, like, he, he even went, he was he was kind of hoping that they would go a little deeper in the role, and they just went, no, nah, you're, you know, we're just going to make it funny, which, you know, that's just the way it is, and that's fine, and I can't wait to see him in Guardians 3. But, yeah, I mean, there's just... <laughs> I mean, scenes where he's like, you know, if when he's just eating like a snack and he's like, I'm invisible, I'm moving very slowly and you can't see me and just stuff like that. When he was doing that little scene, I think that was an infinity war. I'm not sure. can't remember. Those movies blend together sometimes, but uh, no, he's hilarious. And so I'm, I, I just like that, uh, that, you know, it's, you, you, these larger than life characters that are, are actors that are trying to do a little more with, uh, with their, um, with their uh, their movie roles, and it says that Rosie O'Donnell and Wayne Brady are also in this. Wow, yeah, that's that's quite a. I mean, there's quite a cast in here. Gretchen Maul, yeah, I love I mean, her. I mean, I haven't met her, but um, I loved her on Boardwalk Empire, so I was really excited. Yeah. To see. I mean, I loved her on Boardwalk Empire, so I was like, oh my gosh, Gretchen, Gretchen Maul. <laughs> no, I love I, her, and I, I mean, who doesn't love Rosie O'Donnell? I mean, she's a freaking legend. So yeah, it's a, it's a really, really. Rosie O'Donnell, League of Their Own. That's always like, that's my favorite movie of hers. I mean, that's yeah. a movie that, I mean, when it comes to, I mean, I'm a big baseball fan. You know, my top baseball movies are like Major League, Sandlot, and I would say League of Their Own is probably up there in that top. League of Their Own is amazing. It, it really is. I mean, it's what, uh, yeah, just to show that story. And then there's that cast. That cast was unbelievable. Tom Hanks. It's one of my favorite roles of Tom Hanks because he's just so... She's so not Tom Hanks, but he is Tom Hanks. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like Tom Hanks was just like a little more dickish and it's hot. <laughs> and like, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just the shit that it's comes. Sassy out. Tom Hanks. Yes. Yes. I mean, the shit that comes out of his mouth in there. I mean, oh, it's just, it, it's comedic gold. And then, you know, you got Gina Davis and Madonna also there. Lori Petty. It's just such a, I mean, yeah. That, anytime that movie's on TV. Whatever it's on, I'm, all right, I'm just going to leave it here. It's just because it's just such a feel-good movie, I should say, you know. So, yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. But uh, And then uh, is there anything else that you've been working on, too, or anything in the, in the going down the pipeline or just? Nothing else that I would not get murdered for talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I see a red dot on your head. Okay, it went away. It went away. It's good. You're good now. Nobody's going to – no, nobody's got you. You're good. They make you so paranoid. You sign so many papers and like, I don't know. I just, it's so scary. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Like when it comes to all that. Yeah. I understand. I mean, uh, I mean, going back to and talking about Zach, uh, I mean, obviously you kind of know that uh, you probably know a little bit of history of like the whole justice league thing. And I don't know if you know, like a lot of about that. I don't know if that was discussed or you've read stuff about I, how I've read some things. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Really familiar. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially, you know, the movie that he was supposed to put out in 2017 didn't. It was like they rearranged yeah. it to a different movie. And then uh, finally, we get the release, the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Everybody wants it. Yeah. So so then um, so, so then now we're getting his full on vision, which is absolutely fantastic, obviously, for us nerd boys and girls out there. Uh, four hours of just epicness of, you know uh all the cape shit that we love uh, but then at the same time he's still kind of i mean for a while there he was 
I mean, what got the ball rolling was him just talking about things and showing things. And I, I think even in recent interviews for Army of the Dead, he was like, I'm af I was afraid that Warner Brothers was going to sue my ass because of just the stuff that he would put out there or talk about. Because anytime he put something out there, like a screenshot of something or whatever, it would blow up the Internet because everybody's going, look at that. They cut that out. Oh, my God. You know, they're like, wait, what is that? Yes, exactly. But so that's why he knew what he was doing when it came to that. But I think in the back of his mind, he's going, man, there's going to be some ninjas that are going to show up in my house. They're going to take you down. Yeah. Just going to wrap all of a sudden. There's going to be a wire around my neck and yeah. be choked out. Yeah. So I think he knows a little bit. Of, he's even done that recently. He did that last night. He showed a picture of something that was cut out of the movie and it blew up he the internet. He can get away with a lot more than me, though. Oh, I know. Still, it's very true. I'm still like a little bug to these people. <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. I gotta but... be careful. I'm still trying to climb that ladder, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's got. He does have that 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 credibility to do that. <laughs> yeah. But even then, he's like, you know, it's a. He could be a little skittish about it and whatnot, but. Man, I tell you what, he's that's what I love about that guy. I think that's what we all love about that guy. Um, is that he does do that, he does push he's that bad. envelope. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a little bit of a maverick. That is a good uh, way to uh, to speak with him. I think even Jared Leto has talked to him about uh talked to him like that as as being a maverick. So when it comes to like the pandemic stuff like the past year, I mean, how I mean, how has it been for you and you know, just with your career and everything? I feel really, really lucky. I mean, I didn't work as much as I I would normally work, I think, but I was able to do, I did an independent pilot called Pumas, directed by this amazing woman named Jamie Anderson pretty early on. Um, and it's, it's a comedy. It's super cute and funny. And that's being shopped. And that was like my first time being the number one on a call sheet lead. Nice. So it was a really, yeah, it was a really good experience for me. Um, just overall. And I was, and then I started working on the bunker, which I'm also a producer on. So, and my best friend Kaylee is the producer on it. So we were very, you know, she got, she is always getting me into things. And I'm getting her into things. So she's like, I think the boys, we used to call the boys, which is the rest of the guys on that team. She's like, I think the boys want to do this alien movie. And I just wanted to do a Christmas movie, but I guess we're doing this alien freaking sci-fi movie. <laughs> nice. So do you want to do it or not? And, and she, I, was, I was like, well, let me read it. And at first the part that I play was a, was a man and he was the lead. And then there was like a female character under him. And I was like, I kind of want to be that guy. And she's like, yeah, I'll tell him, you know, she's like, I'll tell him. So she goes to Brian, the director, and she's like, you should make Chelsea the lead and make, you know, I think his name was like Michael or something. And she's like, make it a, a woman and it should be Chelsea. And he was like, okay. And that's how it happened. So, that's awesome. So it's my first lead, true lead. I've, I've been kind of the second lead or lead female, what they'll call it under male actors. But this is like my first time leading a film. So I feel like I, then I got to do that, you know, and um, I've been writing and I just, I don't know, I feel really lucky. I, I wasn't, I didn't have too much idle hands for a pandemic kind of situation. I think yeah. I was pretty busy. Um, so I just, I, I was lucky. I feel really lucky and I have no room to complain at all. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good because, I mean, when all that happened, uh, I mean, it was all, I mean, it was same with me. I didn't, you know, it didn't really affect me. I still was going into my day job like every day, which was kind of weird because I could have did it from home. Now the job I have now, I'm like, I'm doing this all remote. How is this other job, which is essentially the same thing? I, we couldn't do that because it was kind of funny because I ended up getting, I ended up getting COVID at the, uh, around Christmas time. Merry Christmas to me. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. It was it was like a shit show of like my parents got it, uh, other family members got it. You know, it was like at the end of uh, at the end of uh, November and then into December, and then um, and then all of a sudden I got it, and then we yeah we couldn't spend Christmas together. But you know, technology. Okay, oh yeah, they're fine. They're okay. fine, and now they're vaxxed. Everything's all good. So. But um, yeah, it was a little weird there at the end, and, uh, and you know it it didn't affect me that much. Although it was kind of funny because. We uh we did a charity stream for AFSP, you know Zach's um, charity, and uh, it was on a Sunday. And Zach was going to be the guest star of the stream I was doing, me and this other guy. And he showed up. I was running a hundred and one temperature at the time, and I had to like talk 
for two hours, talk with Zach. <laughs> yeah. To thank God for bourbon, kids. <laughs> I'm just saying it helped. A little, little sweat out the COVID cocktail. A little bit helped code the throat because, you know, and then the chest, you know, relieved the chest congestion that I had too. Man, I tell you what, you know, I had to power through it, but... You know, like I said, you just got to do what you got to do. But, um, you know, yeah. I love the, I, I'm just glad that everything's kind of loosening up and everything. So, well, um, I was going to ask you like about, you know, when it comes to, you know, especially since you just worked with Zach, I mean, and, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the superhero stuff. Are you like into any of that kind of world, the superhero world? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm actually watching all the Marvel movies over again yeah. with my mom um, because she's never seen any of them. Yeah. So we started, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think we're going in the right order. I don't think we know what we're doing. But then we watched <laughs> Captain America because I knew she would like that because the first one is kind of a period piece, yeah. you know? And she loves, I was like selling her on it, you know? I'm like, it's set in the 40s and you're going to like love it. Ooh, and she I does. Know. She loves yeah. Captain America. So we're kind of going um, all the way through and it's made me appreciate them even more watching with my mom. She's like, you know, these are really imaginative and it's just such special stories. So I'm like, they are mom. Yeah. And then I love the Christopher Nolan Batmans and I love all the old Batmans too. Like Val Kilmer is my favorite Batman because he has the best lips and everybody knows it. See, I mean, it's not all about the chin, guys. I mean, I'm a big Batman fan and I always rave about, hey, it's got to be good chin. But there was something, even Keaton had some, you know, Good lips too, I will say, you know, but Kilmer, yeah, but Kilmer, I mean, Kilmer doesn't get enough credit when it comes to his Batman. And it's funny too, because, you know, you know, we were talking about how Zach, you know, the release of Snyder Cut stuff, there's a campaign to release the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever, which is a different, because there was, you know, same thing kind of happened, not as drastic as what happened with Zach, but, you know, Warner Brothers was like, well, we want to make it more kid friendly. So we got to make it lighten it up. Because Schumacher, at first, when he got Batman, he had it. He made it pretty damn dark. I mean, you could go and research and see the scenes that were cut out, and you're like, what the fuck? This was not what I watched or anything. But so, and at, that actually might happen. So, you, we actually might be getting a newer version of Val Kilmer's Batman, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Yes. Really excited to see that. Yeah, because yeah, I, when when people talk about their favorite Batmans, I, I, I hate it that they always leave him out because I thought he was. I thought he had an excellent Bruce Wayne, to be honest. I yeah. do too. I yeah. thought he was awesome. I mean, I love Michael Keaton too because, but I think I love Michael Keaton so much because I really love Michelle Pfeiffer so much. And, <laughs> of course. And that's like the best one to me because Michelle Pfeiffer is my favorite Catwoman. Oh, and they yeah. have really good chemistry. Yes, they do. I mean, yeah. their chemistry is off the charts. I still love watching that movie. But I think if I had to just choose a standalone Batman, I think it's Falcomer. I like that because not enough people. Not enough people appreciate his Batman, and I'm really hoping that well, when the if the new Schumacher cut comes out, there'll be like more appreciation for that. Because I mean, I love Val Kilmer just in general. I mean, I have I have a Doc Holiday pop that's right there. I mean, I think that's his best role, Doc Holiday. You know, you got the nice. Door. My God, I mean, Real Genius. That's a movie that I'll always go to. I don't know if you've seen that. You know. I haven't seen that. Oh, you I, should I think see it. It's so funny, and uh, I will see it. I'm gonna have to. I'll. I'll actually probably watch that this weekend. I, if I haven't seen something, I want to watch it. Like real genius. Eighties. It's Real-ish. pure eighties, and it's it's Val Kilmer is excellent, excellent in it. I'm telling okay. you. Okay. Yes. I love him in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He's oh, so I was just about to bring that up. Funny. Uh, yeah, he's you. so funny and cute in that movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, he plays a gay PI, and him and Robert Downey Jr.'s like chemistry together is. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> there's, there's so many lines. There's so many lines in there that you could quote and just they're just their back and forth. Their banter is and the story is just outrageous, too. And it's just it's just so it. And I, I, I call it a Christmas movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, life. I think you're right. It's like Die Hard. Like, it, exactly. Like if it's set at Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Just period. I mean, she's wearing a sexy Santa outfit. It's a Christmas movie. There's Christmas lights. I think there's even some Christmas music. Because I think Shane Black is always a... He, Shane Black, who wrote and directed that, he's always he's always setting a lot of his movies around Christmas time, which is kind of funny. You got Lethal Weapon, which he wrote. That mm-hmm. first one set around Christmas time. Uh, he wasn't part of Die Hard, but like Iron Man 3, he wrote and directed. That took place around Christmas time. He's, uh, I think he's pretty fun for Christmas, you know, so I think what he says about it, because there's gotta be a quote somewhere why he loved, you know, why that's such a good time to set a movie or like what his opinion on setting a movie at Christmas is. That's true. And then it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Explain. 
<laughs> no, but um, <laughs> no, but like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. When it comes to, uh, yeah, I always find that funny too. When people try to like wonder like what, what classifies as a Christmas movie? Does it the full on plot have to be like Christmas related? I mean, obviously you got your Christmas vacation, the Christmas story, but then it's like, uh, I, like I said, I, like you were saying, Die Hard's a fucking Christmas movie. Come on. Yeah. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I read this quote the other day that Bruce Willis was like, it's not a Christmas movie. It's a Bruce Willis movie. Blasphemy. Blasphemy I was like, Mr. whoa, gangster. <laughs> I know. I, I, I remember. Movie. Yeah. I remember reading that too. And I'm like, literally the reason why John McClane ends up showing up is because of a Christmas party. party. Bruce. Come on. Yeah. I mean, ho, ho, ho. Yes. You know I, mean? like, I got so one of the guns now. Come on. Yeah. All, and it even starts off. I think it starts off. Well, I know it ends with a Christmas song, but I think it starts off with a Christmas song. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know. I think he's trying. I think he was trolling a little bit. I think that's what was, was going on. He's stirring the pot. You think I he was think, stirring the pot? I think he was. He's like going to get those diehard Christmas sales up year after year. That's what, talking about Die Hard. That could be it. Those how residual. How much money does Bruce Willis make every Christmas on Die Hard? That's what that's I That's very true. Never, never thought about that. Yeah, he's getting those residuals up, man. That's yeah. that's a good. That's a good point because. Yeah, I mean that movie. Any when it comes to Christmas time, I mean usually I watch it on Christmas Eve. That's like a tradition for me. Like I don't care what anybody says. That's my Christmas movie. Yeah, you guys go watch your Christmas story, your twenty four hours of Christmas story that happens on TBS. I'm watching Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. I need some. I need... We watch Die Hard too. That's one of our Christmas movies. And then, yeah. do you watch Gremlins at Christmas? Because that's my favorite. Yeah, Christmas. that's another one. That's another one to watch too. Yeah. Or when that's she does that one. monologue about her, it's, it shouldn't be funny. It's so funny about. Her. <laughs> Guys. About it, yeah, I know. It's, so, it's, it's such she's a fucking such a good actress because the fact that she could even do that without laughing. I like, know <laughs> she's good. She's really good. That scene is amazing. I'm like, it, it's a Christmas movie. Her really, dad died pretending to be Santa. I know. Down to Phoebe, <laughs> for anybody wondering, like, when Phoebe Cates like explains why she hates Christmas, it's such a downer thing, and you kind of go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great monologue, and she nails it. That's brilliant. the thing. It's, yeah, it's so you kind of just go, wow. I mean, this movie's about little creatures that are wreaking havoc in this little town. And all of a sudden, it's like we got one of the characters going, the reason why I hate Christmas is because, and then she talks about her dad. Oh, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. But hey, you know what? Phoebe Cates, whatever. She nailed it. She knocked it out of the park. Uh, when it comes to other Christmas, what other? I mean, Christmas Vacation is always like a, a Christmas. That's like probably my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Because yeah. it's just so quirky. It's just so dumb, you know? It never gets... It's never not funny. It's you, never. Like, you're never not going to laugh no matter how many times you've seen it. And I'm one of those people, too, that, like, when I see, like, maybe on TV, IFC, they... I remember they were showing Christmas Vacation, like, two months after, like, in February. I go, oh, no, I can't. I can't watch it in February. It's got to be November, December for me. Mm-hmm. You know, Home Alone, all those movies. It's like, there's just something about watching them... November, December, but not after, I don't know, other months of the years. I'm not, I can't do it. You just made me realize I have to tell you something. Uh I was on a plane a few days ago and I, okay. When you're on the plane and I think it's when you land and they're like, you know, you're not dead. And it makes that little like ding noise. Like we're here. You're not dead. It's like, boom, 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 boom. And I swear it is the opening to home alone. And I'm like, this, it's John Williams, right? That did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do you think he got it from the plane? Like, do you think he was on a, cause the, you know, they accidentally leave the kid on the plane. Yeah. And I swear it is like the same. If next time you're on a plane. Okay. And you will be like, that is the start to home alone. Like that is the start of the home alone theme for sure. And now I'm like, I have to know, I have to know if that's where he got it from. Damn. Now see, that's another thing. So now we got to, you know, we got to ask Bruce Willis one thing and now we got to ask John Williams. Yeah. See, we're just racking it up here. You'll never not hear it on a plane now. Wow. So yeah, next time I'm on a plane, I'm going to look at that and then I'm going to tweet out Chelsea was right. (laughs) And then I'm going to go off and, you know, turn off my phone, see what happens. No, that's, that's interesting because yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, nobody, we didn't, hey, nobody in the chat thought we were going to be singing Christmas and talk about Christmas movies. This is what's great about the vodka stream. You know, you have a bunch of, you know, you have some drinks and we talk about Christmas movies in May. In May. In May. 
what yeah. better time? What exactly. better time? Yeah. Well, it's starting to get hot, you know, in California, which sucks. You know, so we're, we're thinking about colder weather. I mean, that's I think that's what's what's going on here. No, but like back to the superhero thing. So I think that's where we kind of started with this and then veered off into Christmas, which is great. I might have to like scream at my husband to bring me more vodka <laughs> and my phone charger. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, if you need if you if you need to wrap it up, yeah. I mean, we've almost been going on for an hour. If you need to, we we could wrap this up uh, pretty soon if you need to. Let's uh, do a couple more minutes, and then I feel like it's gonna die. And I just don't want to be that person. Okay, like, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. No, uh, um, and uh, I think uh, yeah, we could just uh, we could wrap. I think what we were talking about is the superhero movies. Have you watched any of uh, like Zach's like Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman? Have you watched those yet? So I haven't watched Man of Steel yet, you and should. I need to watch it. Yeah, because that's the one that Michael Shannon's in, right? Yep. So he's, my, he's my favorite actor, and I oh think that's God. the only movie I haven't seen that he's done. So I need to watch Man of Steel. I really liked 300. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I'd seen that before, and that was one of my dad's favorite movies. And my dad used to have a – my dad was an attorney, and mm -hmm. he's a super funny guy. And he had this poster of 300 in his office that said, tonight we dine in hell. Like that just really juiced him up, like about law. Like he's just like, yeah, like yeah. lawyer, you know, like somehow he's just like, that's what's up. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't scream that out in the courtroom. Yeah. He would. He would. It was super <laughs> cool because when I got this movie, like I got to tell, my dad passed away at the beginning of 2020. Mm. Um, Sorry to hear that. Thanks. So, yeah, it was really hard. Um, but sure. I, before he died, I booked Army of the Dead, and he doesn't usually know the things that I'm doing because uh, you know I've done a lot of indies and stuff like that. And so I, I was like, yeah, you did the movie 300, and he was like, what? Well, he was so go. proud and really excited. So that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, def uh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. And uh, yeah, definitely watch Man of Steel. You'll love. Uh, I mean, Michael Shannon. Wow. I think when it comes to uh, when it comes to the DC side of the comic book movies, I would say he is probably the best villain that's been on the screen when it comes to you know playing General Zod. I mean, he's just just the way that he presents himself. I mean, yeah, Michael Shannon. You see him in something, you know he's going to be good, and he I'm approached that with him. Like, oh, obsessed. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to love him as General Zod. I mean, it's just it's a totally different role than what he's used to, you know, because you know he's he's never usually like in the big, huge movies like that, like that. But I mean, he just fucking nails it, and I think every we all kind of just agree that he's just one of the best villains that that's ever been in one of these big, huge uh, movies. So yeah, I definitely check that out. Yes. I had a really old TV for a long time, and I, there's a few movies I've been avoiding till I got a new TV, and I just bought one. Ah, there you so go. Gonna, so now I'll be able to, well, I was like, I'm gonna, there's a few movies I was like, I'm going to get a new TV soon, so I'm going to wait and watch it when I have like a really nice TV. There you go. So I just got it, so I'm going to have to watch a lot of movies. There a lot you go. of I mean, big action movies now. Exactly, I know. See, and uh, like I said, you got Man of Steel and Real Genius. That's what yes. you got to watch. Yes, and Real Genius. That's on my list this weekend. Exactly. I mean, both. And, and like, Army of the Dead. An Army of the Dead. <laughs> of course. Of course. And then, uh, like I said, you guys can see Chelsea in Army of the Dead. And you can uh, follow uh, Chelsea on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, go ahead and plug your um, your names on there. Yes. On Instagram, it's Chelsea.Edmondson. And on Twitter, because I didn't know how to do this stuff right, Miss Edmondson. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to TikTok yet, okay? So oh, I know. Don't trust me. I'm 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 trying to get into the whole TikTok thing, and it, I you know what's funny is like sometimes I'll open it up, and then all of a sudden, oh wow, well, two and a half hours just went by. What the shit? I mean, <laughs> I yeah. mean, you could get yeah. lost, and then trying to like do you know I've tried to put videos on there too, little short things, and it's such a different you know such a different outlet i'm just yeah it's it confuses me i tried me to make a video on it the other night i just got really overwhelmed and like set my phone down and walked away <laughs> just just gonna leave that right there just walk yeah yeah uh, but but anyways chelsea uh this has been a lot of fun and uh yeah hopefully uh you know you can come back whatever you know whatever you're working on you can, uh, come back to the vodka stream and we'll talk about that and we'll talk about more christmas movies <laughs> Sounds good. This was a pleasure, and I'm just so grateful. Thanks for having me. No problem. You can see Chelsea and, of course, Army of the Dead, guys. Like I said, it's her character. This one right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chelsea. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Bye. Bye.
Ooh, there you go, guys. Chelsea Edmondson right there. Such a delight. Bam. She's got the <laughs> Yeah. Ah, uh, so good stuff, man. So she was, that was fun. I, lo I love it when the conversation just goes off on random like movie stuff. And uh, I don't know, mom, are you okay? <laughs> I saw it, it, mom. You, you, I saw her like in the chat going like, "Where's my, where's my son?" And then she texted me right in the middle of the interview, saying technical difficulties. I'm like, "Is anything? Is okay, Bob? You see me? You see me, mom?" <laughs> Woo! All right. So, you think? Yeah, you think your son is safe? You think your son is safe? I, I'm not gonna yell that out. My neighbors will be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I yeah, ho hopefully she'll like uh, watch that. If she loves Michael Shannon, she's definitely gonna, she's definitely gonna love that. So, 